Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I want women to have the freedom afforded to them to at least be villains. I was literally thinking the exact same yeah. thing. Too many people are used to having people come online and front like they're perfect and speak from a place of authority and expertise that isn't grounded in humility. We are, f- baby, we've been humbled. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee. And we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about whether women are the toxic ones. Yes, yes, yes. We've been hearing the conversation reverberating around the social media and internet streets. And today we're going to weigh in on some tough conversations around women's toxicity let's get into it this is gonna be real <laughs> controversial, controversial. Um, but before we dig into it we are gonna start with a ding 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 dilemma I think as is customary i think you're gonna like this one okay okay or rather not like it. okay <laughs> <laughs> hello sisters hey sis i love listening to your episodes thank you i'm 21 years old and my dilemma is that me and my guy best friend decided to see if we could try and be more than friends at one point okay but it just didn't work out oh. because as soon as it went down this particular path i didn't feel comfortable as i never saw him that way We decided to try again, but I've been feeling the same way I did previously. Hmm? I think I feel this way because I'm not sexually attracted to him. Okay. But everything about him, but everything else about him is great. Okay. Literally, when we are in the context of trying to see each other as more than friends, I just feel a bit icky. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I'm being shallow, but I can't ignore this feeling. What should I do? Okay, so for clarity, <laughs> they're best friends. Yep. And they decided to try being more than friends. Yep. They actually tried. Yep. But she doesn't find him attractive. Correct. So what's the dilemma? That's a good question. The, That's a good I question. I personally don't think there's a dilemma here. You've just got to let your friend know. I'm screaming. Baby, we got to stay friends. But how do you break that to someone? Yeah, no, it's tough. Let's be honest, it's not Claudia easy. Never had a problem telling you how oh, she ain't like you. <laughs> she ain't never had a problem. I uh-uh. personally don't care. But however, I get it. I get the dilemma. I get that it's hard, especially if it he likes you and he's physically attracted to you and he wants to pursue a romantic relationship. It's hard to then tell him I don't want to pursue a romantic relationship. Personally, if you want the friendship to continue, I would not say directly I don't find you physically attractive. Mm. I wouldn't say that. Because it could potentially really hurt his feelings. Do you get what right, I mean? And right. I get it. Like It's like we can still be friends even though I don't find you physically attractive. But mm. 
personally for me that would be a sore a sore spot to constantly have a, a friend who I'm attracted to who I know isn't attracted to me so personally I would just be like I would really just like for us to remain close friends and I wouldn't want us to do anything that jeopardized our friendship mm. especially if this didn't work out um and I yeah mm. that's that you just gotta keep it mm you got to keep it succinct. And he'll probably ask, well, why do you think it won't work out? I just like you're you as cute. my friend. I just you're like you cute. as my friend. I just, I just like you as my friend. Well, there you have it, folks. You never know. Your friendship could oh, evolve to a point where even though you don't find him as physically attractive as mm. you, like, like right now, mm. you may later gaze at him and be like raw this is everything i've ever wanted Fair. you actually never know do yeah, you get what i mean yeah. however i personally think physical attraction is not funny i personally think physical attraction is so important absolutely 100%. when it comes to dating someone and the physical attraction doesn't necessarily have to be does this pe- person fit my spec or yeah. my type yeah, yeah, yeah. it could like i said develop over time he could change you could your not taste could change no 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 but have you ever like not a grower you, somebody is not your type like on paper visually they're actually not your type mm. however once you get to know them and you you form a kind of bond and like yeah, an intimacy yeah. it's kind of like something about your personality your character and your heart has made you attractive mm. don't know what it is but now you're my type interesting do you know i mean i think it could become something like that it also could be that he's not your type because of a specific thing yeah which could change but what if it's something that can't change? Yeah, yeah but I'm not con- trying to convince her to not. I'm not trying to convince her to date him. Yeah, no, I hear. I don't it. think I that's it. possible at this present time. Yeah, I don't think it's about dating him. I think it's about maintaining the friendship. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, yeah, want yeah. the friendship to die yep. just because you don't find him physically attractive. Mm. And because the relationship tried to take that turn and it yeah. didn't work, it failed. It failed and it, it was such a good friendship. Do you get what I mean? So I personally would just be like, I just want to keep it to friendship. Mm. Or if I'm being honest, I just value you so much as a friend. And if he doesn't get the gist that he's been friend zoned, I don't know what to, what to tell do, what him to do. personally. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's unfortunate because that little trade-off of, okay, well, if I don't find him attractive and he knows that, would he still want to be my friend? I think mm. it's quite sad when we as women have to make that kind of trade of, Precisely. can I still stay platonic friends with a man if I don't find him attractive and he knows that? Right. But that's a wider conversation and a wider test of your friendship and how much he wants to be your friend. So personally, I would just keep it a buck and just be like, yo, I just want to remain friends here my question would be though how far have you gone in your attempts to make it romantic because mm. if you have gone quite far and now you're kind of like ah i don't want it i guess now all you can do is really be transparent yeah. and just be like i'm not getting that kind of romantic physical attraction sexual attraction linked to you and that's important to me and i want yeah. you to i want you to actually have someone who is thirsting over you it's just not me interesting interesting how about you miss i pretty much agree with everything that you said i think the reason why i kind of saw this dilemma and i was like oh gosh Mm. is because i think this is a common place that many women find themselves Mm. insofar as we're so used to being the object of like your 
you know, not we're we're so used to being the object of trying to fit into men's preferences, particularly physically, that some of us don't even have the language, vocabulary, or the gusto to actually be like, ah, I don't really want to be with you because mm. I'm not physically attracted, attracted to you. And I think sometimes we can maintain this whole idea of like we have to persevere, and you know, uh, he'll grow on me. And at the end of the day, in the same way that, you know, sometimes men can be quite sharp Mm. in their um, dislike or in their um, articulation of their preferences. I think women, to a certain degree, we need to be quite sharp with with articulating our preferences, especially as it comes to like physical attraction and sex. Like personally, not that it's a deal breaker, but the thing is, though. It depends on what age she's 21. Yeah. And if they're close friends, there's actually a lot of changing that for can sure. happen. So for, for sure. example, if your thing is like, I'm not, the guy example is a good one. Mm. I'm not attracted to her because she's not X, Y, Z. Then suddenly sis has a glow up. Yeah, fair. And it's like, oh crap, I've fair, just lost fair. my good friend and somebody who I'm now attracted to. Fair, fair. So I think it's one of them ones where to keep an open mind but yeah. i don't i don't believe in forcing anything to happen yeah, just because yeah i was about to say because of the whole like not almost waiting for potential but uh-huh. it's kind of like a but you're not just waiting on him though that's true that's true yeah so this is very young so yeah i would cool. just keep him you're my close friend yeah you are my friend we should still remain friends you never know over time something could develop yeah, like internally true. that would be my internal thought but that's true. right now i don't want to pursue that with you which is you're well within your rights to, to do so to do so but yeah sis you're gonna have to break it to him one way or the other because you can't continue with the facade yeah um and it's actually not fair to him to be in a relationship or pursuing a relationship with someone who's actually not giving back any of that energy facts it's not a good feeling facts. so it might not be, as you said, to sit down with him and be like, I don't find you sexually attractive. It might just be, a, I want this to remain as friends at present. I just want to be your friend. That's okay. That's all right. They both date other people. There we go. Enjoy there that. Go. Enjoy your friendship. There we go. There we go. But sending you <laughs> love and light your way, sis. Um, you are very, very young. Not me sounding like an auntie you on are. the airwaves. You do. you do. It's like, you're very young. You've got the whole world. <laughs> to experience um but yeah i i wouldn't want this to weigh too heavily on your mind i think it's just a a case of being transparent but empathetic um yeah i agree but moving on into the short and long the thin and thick the meat and bones of the conversation are women the toxic the toxic ones ones. what context do we speak so in a number of different contexts mm. initially when we hear about the toxicity of women and accountability mm. and things that we kind of like engage with i actually didn't really want to engage with this conversation much because a lot of these kind of narratives were being perpetuated by very problematic by very problematic men mm. so it's kind of like a yeah i'm not trying to hear i'm being like i'm toxic or etc from a guy who blatantly or, you know, from men who blatantly need some kind of active character work and active. misogynist. Precisely. I think what further facilitated this conversation around women's capacity to be toxic mm. was actually some of the conversations we've had earlier mm. around like fake friends mm. and the fact that there are some women out there who are very insidious or who can have very um, 
let's just say not the best of intentions when it comes to platonic friendships. Yeah. And I think what was interesting was whilst like overwhelmingly there were a lot of kind of like thoughts around the fact that, you know, actually this is right and actually I've experienced this. There were equally a lot of thoughts around, uh, I don't feel like this exists. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like this is something that I am. Yeah. And I don't feel like this is something... Like, this is just tearing down women. Right. So it got me thinking more so around the conversation around, like, not necessarily are women toxic, Mm. but more so the importance of recognizing toxicity within, like, female communities, but also within the context of, like, different relationships. And the fact that this doesn't need to detract from all the excellent things that women are. So I think that kind of was the behind the scenes of this kind of episode and these thoughts around like are women toxic well of course women are not toxic yeah but i think it's important that in building communities we acknowledge Mm -hmm. toxicity 100 percent um and i think it's a hard conversation to have as well because women are known for being glowing and growing you know we're known (laughs) for being we are Mm. self-aware we Mm. are i'm already aware of my flaws Mm. this is not really helping me like um you know build myself up this is not really helping build my sisters up and i hear it Mm -hmm. but at the same time two things can exist at the same time which has always been my problem 100 percent. i think it's a problem because i get the narrative of like oh when we have discussions around like the toxic things that some certain women can do in certain circumstances Mm. it's tearing down women it's stuff like that it's like first of all who why do we need to create this very false narrative mm. of and we discuss it all the time of yep. women being perfect or women being these superheroes of women being the ultimate boss babe who's also right. the most amazing friend who's also the most amazing girlfriend the hype of the height of femininity all of these things why can't we as women as individuals have flaws mm. and acknowledge that actually there's parts within me parts within my friendship groups parts within my wider wider society which are a little bit toxic and also need to be addressed and i think one thing that we because i saw some of the comments on our tiktoks and stuff like that and i'm thinking one thing that we always do is let women know we're talking about women's business because we care for women in this community Mm. and i think when you have conversations about toxicity it becomes problematic when it's continually in isolation or in environments and amongst people who actually don't care about the well-being of Mm. the people they Mm -hmm. critique so you see a lot with like men are trash and it's like if that's the overwhelming narrative calm that's a i would say that's problematic because you're just painting one certain image however if you are acknowledging that There are trash things that men can do. There are systemic problems. There are relational problems. There are cultural problems. Um, There are problems with some of the cultures that have been adopted within certain groups of friends or relationship partners or certain cliques that have developed. You're acknowledging the fact that this thing is not perfect. And if we actually want it to get better, if we Mm. truly are glowing and growing, Mm. we have to address this area of toxicity. And so if we want to create this false image, this cosmetic image of, no, women are these porcelain perfect things. And in order to empower our sisters, we have to all be on the same page and we all have to hype each other up and ignore our flaws. Okay, you decide to live in that fantasy land. Mm. But the reality is, if you are going to journey with people in friendship and truly support Mm. women, you have to call them up on their ish when you have enough closeness and intimacy with them, such as sisterhood, to be able to call them up on Mm. their ish. Mm. And that's what we do on this podcast. We like to think that over the last, you know, 18 months, we've been able to sit down and 
create a community of women who are constantly thinking, constantly evolving, but constantly supporting each other enough to celebrate each other. All we do is celebrate women on this podcast. All we do is sit here and encourage each other as to how we can evolve as people. But that also means we have to acknowledge that not each of us is perfect. Yeah, precisely. And it's not that, I think sometimes when people hear this, they hear, you're talking about one specific person and them in their entirety is toxic. No, it's about all of us having toxic traits. Precisely. Or all of us having a hint of toxicity lying behind an insecurity mm. or lying behind um, a character flaw or something that we're just working on. And if we don't call ourselves up on it, how will we truly glow and grow? Do you get what I mean? So it's not about creating this false image. And also I want women to actually have the... Um, audacity not the audacity i want women to have the grace mm, what's the word i want women to have the freedom afforded to them to at least be villains i was literally thinking the exact same yeah. thing in my head as you were speaking and then when you were like i'm thinking i said yeah i know what you're gonna <laughs> say i know you're gonna say what i was thinking i know it we, literally and we talk about this all the yep, time yep, right yeah sometimes you're gonna be the villain right Point blank. and the truth of the matter is you're not a hero in everybody's story. Absolutely. And a lot of us are trying to be these heroic women. And I get it. It sounds noble. But what you do is you don't give yourself enough room to fail. Yep. You don't see yourself as needing to grow and evolve. Yep. And that's how you end up lacking accountability. And that's how you Take end up there. becoming extremely prideful as yep, a person. Yep, yep. There is such a thing as toxic positivity. Yep, you yep. told yourself so much. I'm this. I've told myself all of my affirmations. And I love it for us. I really do. But it becomes um an illusion and almost scary yeah yeah scary. when you're telling yourself scary. something which is actually not the reality right. the reality would be to sit down and be self-aware enough to say these are my strengths oh and i'm great at them yep. but also have a little bit of weaknesses and even if you you know it's best to acknowledge them in yourself but as a on a wider collective we can also acknowledge that in our amazing friendship groups we have an amazing sisterhood that we are part of communities that we are part of however it is best for us within ourselves to be able to identify if we do not improve this area mm -hmm. we're gonna fail mm -hmm. or we're gonna trip up in the mm -hmm. future mm -hmm. it would be extremely prideful of us and it would lack any humility for us to convince ourselves that we are perfect just the way we are right that as soon as you believe that you have reached the peak that's when you start to rot that's when you start to rot you need to continually assess are there any bugs in this mm -hmm. which could tear this thing down mm -hmm. do you get what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. and so if people are upset that we highlight the fact that there are some women who are toxic are you just going to allow them to continue in their toxicity? Are you just going to ignore the fact that they are there? Are you going to act like they don't exist? Mm -hmm. Are you going to act like the people who have fallen victim to bullying, the people who have fallen victim to gossiping, the people who have fallen victim to other people's um, misplaced aggression and anger, or the people who have fallen victim to literal harm, Absolutely. theft, assault, that they don't exist just because you want to create this idea that no, women, we've come so far, we are so perfect. We are not. And we have the freedom actually not to be right. perfect right. that's where you have the space we have the space to talk about our toxic traits in this sisterhood we have the freedom to come into this place put our hands up and say hey i'm toxic i be toxic sometimes and that's literally what first of all bang on the money like <laughs> ding 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 bang on the bang money. on the money literally all my thoughts <laughs> as i was thinking about this episode all my thoughts and i think it's what we're doing here in like both of two my sisters but also what 
we are doing as mm. women here when we're thinking about building female friendships and building ourselves up is creating this revolutionary space where we can both be superheroes and super villains. Mm. I think for so long, our critique has been like, I love the fact that you were talking about the freedom of being able to be the villain, mm. but I think also the freedom of being able to critique ourselves, mm. like to actually critique ourselves because so much of our critique comes from external forces, yeah. which is why they're not heard. Either they're taken to extremes in the form of patriarchy. Mm -hmm. And we have women who are out here who are changing their bodies, changing the way that they are, the way that they behave because of men. And not because they've been checked by a sister that actually yeah. cares for their well-being. Yeah. They're so concerned. Like so many of us are so concerned about the way that we come across to, you know, um, patriarchy. The mm. way that we come across, the way that we present, mm. that we forget that some of our friends actually, like we actually oh, need a group of friends to pull us up. 100%. Because the people that pull you up and, you know, critique you are the most important and valuable people mm -hmm. that you can have in your camp. Mm -hmm. Forget the people that affirm you as beautiful and wonderful as that is, mm -hmm. but the people that can actually tell you to your face, no, sis, yeah. you're going wrong. Yeah. You need those people. And I, th I think we sometimes take these things into extremes. Like when you say that, I can literally see somebody thinking, but why would I want people in my life who just critique me? It's not about having just. life. Ugh. It's about balance. 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 Balance, balance with me. Balance, if you will. It's about balance. <laughs> balance with me <laughs> you need a, a, a you need a friend let's even take it away from having a group of friends yep. and each one is a different characteristic yep. absolutely not what you need is friends who within themselves and their whole are balanced so you need a friend who will affirm you but a friend who will also tell you sis this is where you're going wrong mm. it's not just about having the critic in your life and the person who's constantly nitpicking at you we're not telling you to create to have toxic voices around right. you what we're telling you is you need to also have you need to have friends around you all of your friends around you should have a level of um freedom with you to let you know, hey, for the sake of your personal growth, for the fact that I love you and because I know where you're trying to go and who you're trying to be, Precisely. I have to let you know this ain't gonna work. That thing you do, that thing you say about yourself. You know, we often think it's negative. Somebody's gonna come and check me about the things that I consider to be good. No, it could be somebody coming to check you about something you've completely blindsided. It's, it's not even in your vision right now about your character, about the way you talk to people, mm. about the way you talk about yourself. You may have the worst self-talk and you haven't noticed it because you've almost become so used to that voice. And your friend may pick up on the fact that, hey, when you talk about yourself, it's very contrasting to the way that you talk about others it's mm. only somebody who's standing outside of you who can see that about you so right. you need to have friends who are open enough with you to be like babes what on? is that you know let's talk about that and also let me help you through i think another fear that a lot of people have when mm. they give people in their lives freedom to critique them mm. is that they will just critique them and leave and that's yeah when it will end. that's but good. i think that's the good. beauty of sisterhood is the fact that your critics are your helpers and yes. your helpers are your critics so, good. so if somebody acknowledges something in you and it's like you should work on that. They're not just telling you go and work on that. They're telling you we're going to work on that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to keep calling you up on it. I'm actually going to help you do the work. And that's why it's important. If you hear a hot take from us and you don't like it, go and talk about it with your friends, like the people who are actually in your life and break it down. And Absolutely. you may realize that you have similar ideas, but because you're not in close proximity to us, it may just sound like we're coming at you. Yeah. We're not coming at you. We're just having conversations on this couch that we would have as two friends. Do you get what I mean? And you're overhearing that. 
I would highly implore you to go and find the same level of dedication and intimacy in your own life so that you can do the work together. It's not just about, hey, women, go off and figure this out by yourselves. I think that, like you're saying, a lot of us need to acknowledge where we have internalized patriarchal voices. And actually, that's another reason why we do need to call women toxic because a lot of us uphold patriarchy Mm. within our relationships and with the people who are in our lives. And if somebody doesn't G-check you about the fact that you're bringing external toxicity into this and you're continuing to allow the things that actually harm us to permeate groups which we should consider sacred our sisterhoods our friendships if we don't acknowledge that who's going to acknowledge that and who's going to stop that from happening if we don't address the toxicity absolutely absolutely and we need to get out of our there's just so much to this topic to be honest with you one thing that we often do is we equate criticism to hating Mm, she's just hating on me she doesn't get the vision she's just a hater she's just trying to tear us tear me down you know i'm trying to do my bit no no yeah no i think (laughs) individualism I think it's the whole, as you were saying, the permeation of patriarchal toxicity, even this whole idea of being individual, Mm. this individualism, this idea that whenever somebody comes against you, it's because they're trying to attack you, I think is a deep, deep symptom of... (laughs) It's symptomatic. It's symptomatic and microcosmic (laughs) of what's wrong with society at large, okay? It's what's wrong with society at large, Okay. Uh-huh. Right, where, where to Dr. Uber? That's how he be. You I was know, about to so say, you it, really it, it sounded it, it like an activist. <laughs> I'm an activist for women. Come on, women yeah. need to hear this, man. 100%. So many of us will uphold all of these patriarchal structures in ways that we're not even aware of, yeah. which is why we need not just one person, but we need several people to have their eyes. We need watch women. We need watch We've women. And not just it, women like... to watch outside, but watch the inside. Because there's so many people that are, have you ever seen a Trojan horse? Mm-hmm. There are so many women that are Trojan horses. Mm -hmm. You think they mean good, but inside it's actually bad. Mm. And we need to call that out. And we need to feel comfortable to be able to do that. And understanding that criticism can sometimes just mean feedback. I think so many of us, not just women, mind you, but men, uh, everybody struggles with giving and receiving feedback. Everyone is afraid. Yeah, It's a hard thing to contend with and sit with that you might actually be bad. You might be bad at something. I know that there are times where it's like, I will, I have asked Courtney for feedback mm-hmm. in the past. There are things I don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hear that because that's not the way that I had perceived myself mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. But as somebody that is dedicated to growing and glowing, it's not just about what you think you put out, but it's about understanding what you actually put yeah, out. And sometimes received. because we create these constructions and narratives of ourselves in our head, it prevents us from seeing objectively or even subjectively to an extent from the perspective of the people that we care about most. It prevents us from seeing the full weight and the full scope of the repercussions of our behavior yeah. and our actions and their true nature. It's actually insane. Yeah. Surely if you want to know more about your yourself you don't just ask yourself you have to ask the people that interact with you you have to you must it's it's i implore you (laughs) because it's imperative yeah and it's it's easy to decorate a reflection like a lot of us in this whole like being self-aware and Mm. all of that and being self-evaluative you will look in a like analogy wise you will look in a mirror and you will tell yourself what you see but it's easy to put paint on a mirror it's Mm. easy to put cosmetics on the mirror if you really want to know what you look like you have to ask those closest to you to tell you what they see not what you reflect a lot of us want to do the self-evaluation in the 
attempts to do what's my reflection. You can't properly analyze your reflection. Even people will tell you psycho, um, psychologically mentally you cannot actually know what you fully look like mm. even though you are looking in a mirror like i'm talking about actual eyes science here science I'm screaming yeah. science bill yeah. nye the science they call me guy. stemmer they call me that's Tech. a woman in sex. <laughs> <laughs> but no like scientifically speaking you actually don't know what you look like. Renee, mm-hmm. you don't know mm-hmm. what you look mm-hmm. like. But mm-hmm. you look in a mirror every single day, mm-hmm. but your brain cannot perceive the fact that you are seeing a reflection yep. and the reflection is flipped. So that's not even how you actually Crazy. look. Do you get what I mean? If you really want to know what you look like, you actually have to ask other people who see you. Do you get what I mean? Because that's what you look like. And it's yep. hard. Yep. It's hard because we want the ultimate amount of control, which is I know who I am and I know how to change mm. it. But actually joining a community means you kind of relinquish that control to a certain degree. You still have responsibility. You don't relinquish responsibility. However, your control is is handed over to the fact that I actually want other people's input. I actually need other people's feedback. And I need to also depend on other people's perception of me Mm. to a degree. Mm. Now we talked about uh, developing self-love, your own self-worth and developing your own self-confidence already, right? So go and listen to that. Don't take these episodes out of isolation. What we wanted to, we really want to highlight in this sisterhood though is even the self stuff, as important as it is, it cannot be done with out community. Mm. If you really want to excel, the thing that really makes up that part that pushes you from being good to being excellent and to truly thriving is welcoming other people onto this journey and building authentic and good relationships which aren't just based on critique but actually are based on love Mm -hmm. and one thing you've got to understand about love is love is honest love has to be truthful and if you can't have people around you have the freedom to be honest and truthful with you you must question whether they truly love you or the image that is being upheld you really want people who will help you conform to what you see say you actually want to be and also what they see you becoming in your future and sometimes we don't act accordingly accordingly we don't act in alignment with the woman we want to be we say all these cute things and we may even dress in that way we may have the job that you know indicates that we are that girl but the real question is is who is there to tell you deep down you're not that girl yet and this is this is how you make up the gap right it's not just telling you you're not there it's telling you this is how you get there as well and willing to go on you with that journey and all the emotional turmoil that comes with it that's what i'd say love that love that and even as you were speaking i was even thinking about this whole idea that we have around like the response being i don't want to be around people that want to tear me down yeah thinking about it in my head i was kind of like maybe we need to actually challenge that idea Hmm. why should we be afraid obviously we should try to we need to be wise about who we let into our council but sometimes we shouldn't be afraid that they seek to tear us down because sometimes what we built isn't good Mm. and it's really difficult it's really difficult when it comes from an external source yeah particularly when i'm trying to think of a really like funny example but like Let's take um, the example of um, X Factor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I am, imagine I'm a terrible singer. Yeah. In good faith, would you allow me? Personally, no. Precisely. You already know. But that process also requires you to break me down a notch. Yeah. 
So I think it's not necessarily that we should fear the tearing down process. I think we need to be wise about who we allow to tear us down and whether they're committed to building us back up. Yes. I think it's beware the woman that seeks to, it's not even tear you down, destroy. Destroy. Beware the woman that seeks to destroy with no intention of helping you build. Yeah. But don't fear the woman who is ready to tear you down in order to help you build a structure that's actually going to stand taller and firmer. I think for me, it was kind of like a, I was trying to contend with this idea of like tearing down and breaking down because sometimes you actually need to knock someone back a couple notches. <laughs> that, but I think it's less so about, I think it's more the the framing of it because mm. people hear she wants to tear me down and they literally hear, you want to break my soul. Like you mm. actually First. want to hurt me. First. And I don't think that's it. I think it's more so about there's who you are in your essence it's who you are as, as a person and that value can actually never be stripped away I think one thing that helps us is our faith and mm. knowing that as Christians you have to believe everybody is valuable no matter what they've achieved like everyone is special like everyone yeah. des- deserves love they deserve honor respect stuff like that the rest of it the things that we do in this glowing and growing journey the development the accumulation of su- successes and achievements like all of that is more so a construction which houses the soul. Mm. So it's not about people who will tear down your soul. We don't want you to have people around you who in the name of tearing you down to build you back up yeah. are damaging your True. mental health, breaking your heart yep. constantly, um, causing you to run into some really harmful things and do harmful things for yourself, people around you in order to prove yourself or to be seen as worthy. So it's not about having people who tear you down to your core and to your essence. What it is about is these constructions which we built which are built on built by sorry and are made up of like the personal development stuff my beliefs my politics Mm. my my uh my view of the world to some degree um my ambitions Mm. all of that thing those things that construct a person here on earth sometimes you are building something which is bad you know, you all the Awful. the politics is messed up. Awful. The the character is tarnished. Like all of that that has is housing that soul mm. is not good or is not in alignment with what it is you're trying to to do. And so, or who who it is you're trying to be. And so, the question is: Are there people who will? cherish the soul but deconstruct the housing mm, and then an help analogy. you rebuild the housing what do you get what i mean took us through a lot here i can't come into your house and in the name of if i know your house has um, asbestos that stuff that gives people cancer Don't kill me no 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 but if, if i know there's something cancerous in your house i'm not gonna come in and kill you i can't kill you i have to take you out give you a view of where the cancers are (laughs) so that you can even understand for yourself, this is problematic. I don't even want to live here anymore. And then I have to assist you in breaking down that house, getting rid of the cancerous Mm. things and then help you rebuild somewhere else so you can be safe and live there. That's the full process. It has to be done fueled by care, Mm. right? It has to be done. That's you're perfectly right. Like it has to be based on, we actually have to tear this down. This thing is dangerous. It's not just a danger to me, it's a danger to you. And I think sometimes we get defensive about the tearing down process because we ourselves have not recognized and cannot recognize that the thing that we are living in, our character, the the thing that we are portraying is actually toxic. And so if you don't take time 
to get people in your life who actually love you and you don't work on your own heart to be able to receive their love. If someone runs into your house to tell you your house is on fire or your mm. house is killing you, mm-hmm. if you don't believe mm-hmm. they love you, you're going to think they're lying. Mm. But if somebody who truly loves you comes in and says that, you would never be able to think, why would they lie? Do you get what I mean? Exactly. Or why would exactly. they not be honest? Or why would they want to tear down my house? And that's why we always say, focus on your discernment. But also if somebody is coming into your life, has come into your life as a sister, as a friend, mm-hmm. as a helper, as someone who loves you, allow yourself to receive that love and all that comes with it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes love just has to be honest. Love has to be the dirty work Ooh. a lot of the time. Yeah. But if you can truly believe and trust, like I love Renee to the core, right? Oh, and I, I truly believe that, I truly believe that Renee wants to see my best intentions. Um, Sorry, Renee wants to see, has the best intentions and she wants to see the best for me, right? I also believe that Renee will always do the work to make sure that I am safe, right? And she'll even sacrifice to make sure that I am okay for a short while, right? It's now my responsibility to receive that love and allow myself to think, even though I, Courtney, am an imperfect person, this is Mm. somebody who is choosing to selflessly love me and journey with me in my life. The most that I can do, the, the best that I can do in response to that love is to allow myself to receive it. And sometimes that looks like receiving her correction and truly believing in her wisdom and her intellect and her intelligence, um, as well as her heart towards me, right? Truly believing in her as an integral person so that I can receive that correction so that I know it's not from a a toxic place right Mm. and so it's all going two two ways you're analyzing me but I'm accepting your analysis because I've analyzed you Mm, do you know what I mean and I trust that analysis of you I trust that you are a well-intending person and if I don't like your analysis of me at least we have a basis in our friendship where I can let you know I don't actually believe that to be true Mm -hmm. and here is why and we can sit down and we can think about perspectives what we're not telling you to do is get people in your life Life, who govern your life for you yeah. at the end of the day you own your home you, the house you live in that is your body that is the your life place. you live there if you don't want someone to step in they can't trespass and that's why we always say if somebody's going to correct you you have to actually give them permission mm. you have to give people in your life permission to give you the feedback to give you the their insight and their analysis about who you are and who you're not right Mm. you have to give people permission to step into that level of intimacy with you and to cross that boundary you can choose whether you accept it you also can choose whether you even allow them to open your mouth their mouth what we're trying to help you identify though is you need people around you who can point out to you that your house is on fire and it's going to kill you if you if you tune that out with the belief that everything in your life is so perfect you're going to find yourself set on fire literally not burning died <laughs> this person R-I-P died to the girl you and you can call it whatever you want but it looks like self-destruction Her days are over finished <laughs> fit to the niche finished she's completely ended ashes to ashes. ashes to ashes jeez <laughs> Dust to dust. Dust to dust. Oh, I'm telling you now, and it looks like self-destruction. It yeah, looks like sabotage. Yeah. It looks like a lot of what you see when people decide they can do bad all by themselves mm. and they can do life alone. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Wonderful. Phenomenal. You don't have to agree though. 
because this, this might thing. not be the podcast 100%, for you 110 percent, and that's something that we encourage all the time like you know you don't have to agree with us um but at least you know let's open conversations around you, you know, know the toxic things that do exist within the 100%. realm of female friendships and, and within female communities yeah and i think a big problem of it is obviously like with the tiktok thing obviously we're, we're growing on tiktok go and follow us blow the sisters of that come yeah. on but yeah TikTok, you just see a small, what, 15 second, 20 second, whatever. So you may have seen that. It may have even been your first encounter with us. And, yeah. you know, TikTok, the links ain't really as available They're like not, that. Man. So you may not know what we're about. And so yeah. I get Who's it. You these probably saw it and thought, up literally, you probably saw me. us and thought, who are these girls just saying black, like, who, who are these girls saying that girls are toxic or women are toxic and we can be... To be fair, even that, I counter like that, that because we said some. Well, I, I mean, feel like the internet's not a place for nuance. I know, which is why we're here. <laughs> I feel like this is why criticism is necessary. Mm-hmm. Critique mm-hmm. is necessary. Nuance and critique go hand in hand. Because even in those short snippets, Sha, the key word is some. Key word. You can't deny the existence of some. You can't. <laughs> Would it, did I but that's the oh, internet women are... <laughs> but that's the what internet what do you think this that's is the, 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 the femosphere <laughs> the not the internet femosphere the femosphere yeah I hear it femosphere I hear it I get it but I think that's the danger of the internet yeah. people will see you know and I know people are like I don't need to see something in context to get it but actually you do you must you actually really you do must. like if you and even if you didn't watch the episode, the context of who we are as people and as a community. Right. If we say some women are toxic, please know it comes from a place of authority. Yeah. And it comes from a place of genuine love and genuine care. Mm. And people's disdain for it can probably be this paints a bad image. But it's like, but we've been painting an image and to every who? episode by episode yeah. by episode even this whole for bad 18 image. months of sisterhood and its beauty. But we, this picture has to be realistic. It has to be reflective. And also, who who was this image painted to to deceive? To whom's? To whom's? We ain't, you know, them parents that are out here telling our kids about the tooth fairy. Y'all ain't kids. And we've also been very honest and we encourage other people to be honest about acknowledging within themselves when they were the villain, when they were the toxic one. Right. Exactly this. Eggs. We are not the well, you know bastions of sisterhood. You know what I mean, we I about to be. No, but in the sense that we are not saying, "Hey, come and be my friend. I am the perfect sister in the world." Oh, no, 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 no. We are people who just think deeply about these things and want people to experience the beauty of sisterhood and understand the true value of it. We've done a lot of thinking about it. We've right. actually, and actually, because we've had to do a lot of thinking about it, because we are having to write this book, we've had to evaluate within ourselves Bruh. the fact that we have been perpetrators of very toxic behavior towards other women who we call friends when they say shine your eye Ah. that book has been when the book comes out please buy it um it's genuinely like it has been for me personally extremely transformative Mm. just writing the book Mm. insofar as this isn't just about like research although there's quite a bit of research in there this this is literally lived experience this Mm. is literally like critical thinking this is literally constantly psychoanalyzing the way that i engage with some of my friends and this i'm not gonna lie to you guys and say that it's been a rosy process it's been hard it's been ugly 
it's been really ugly. It's been, ugly. it's been hard receiving feedback about myself and thinking, damn, I come across like that. Yo, let me give you, let me give you some tea as to what she's talking about. Damn. Imagine you're in the process of writing a book about sisterhood as we are, yeah, about friendship and stuff. As suddenly your friendship group starts moving a bit bad. Not like sure. things start shaking Not and sure. you're thinking, wait, 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 wait. Damn. <laughs> what is happening yeah. here and that's the only thing i'll give you insight into because our friendship are precious to us and we'll keep that private however it's very interesting to realize that you cannot have a thor- authority in on a certain topic and right. in a certain sphere right. until you have been tested on that topic and tested on that sphere exactly and we are going through a process where in our testing, it is being proved to proven to us where we need to get stronger yep. and where we have our weaknesses. Yep. And so when we come on here and we say, sometimes women can be toxic, sometimes women can be leeches, sometimes we can do these things, the we we speak of is us. We're not just talking about them women over there. This ain't no DJ Khaled, they. We're not talking about they. We're not talking about... Like, and, and we say this because we want you to know that there is compassion here. Mm. When you come to this podcast, when you come to this sisterhood community, it is us putting up our hands boldly and saying that whatever that woman has done that was so toxic could have been any of us. 100%. Because if we don't analyze and we don't deal with these root issues, which are actually seeded in all of our hearts. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. not us pointing fingers or throwing stones at, um, at anyone's house. It's us acknowledging mm-hmm. through our decision to live transparently and actually be friends transparently on the internet that we can show people these are the flaws these are the places where we almost fell down these are the things that we've acknowledged and sometimes it's things that we haven't even done and we believe to be unthinkable however we still know for ourselves don't be too quick to talk now because that could be you next week too quick that could be you next week and so when we please don't think we're here pointing fingers out of being malice or um, contrarian or we're just trying to be you know but people actually believe that people say stuff like this because they want to have a hot take we it's not easy to come on as a woman do you get what i mean and if i'm sitting here with my mouth big wide open talking about some women are toxic of course the first question is going to be well which one are you and this is the thing i think too many people are used to having people come online and front like they're perfect and speak from a place of authority and expertise that isn't grounded in humility we are baby we've been humbled beloved to the core you don't have to humble me i've been humbled by jesus and not even have we not only have we already been humbled we are continually being humbled continually being tested this is like we we genuinely call this a journey and a process friendship and glowing and growing we ain't we ain't we arrived damn we at the gas station <laughs> we at the ga- we're 100%. at the pit stop. we haven't even left i'm picking up some snacks okay it's a long journey 100%. i'm getting my pop tarts okay not the pop tarts the pop tarts i missed them off oh, order courtney yeah you you, you. <laughs> the next time your foot even touches the states before me if your foot touches the stage before me i'll bring you back the my Pop-Tarts. only request is bring me back them pop tarts i'll bring you the pop tarts uh, also sisters when we finally funny. do come to the united states please pop tarts as an offering <laughs> i know y'all been talking about offerings recently you? pop tarts the peanut butter ones Ew. the chocolate ones yeah, the strawberry the strawberry there we go bring that out yeah i'll bring you a list there's like brown sugar bring yeah, me that yeah just ones. give like if, anything cinnamon do they do va- anything caramel bring it do they do like vouchers 
what the pop tarts factory yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pop tarts if you're listening to this episode of tms a lifetime supply just send us an email i'm not gonna lie though some of the ingredients in that though we go pretend that high fructose syrup <laughs> ain't organic. killing nobody. It's organic. We go pretend that high fructose <laughs> syrup. Okay. <laughs> Who is it? Drake? Drake is a man of great wisdom. What he, he said, say? I ain't gonna be here. What was it? We're not here for a long time. We're, We're here, here for, for a good, good time. time. I'm here Personally, for I'm here good. for a long time. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But <laughs> incl- incl- I am here for a long time of just almost a good yeah time. just almost, <laughs> almost the best i will um, take the tribulation if it means long life no nah, we got listen there's certain things i miss the states and you guys' food yeah, i really do i yeah. really do the uk it ain't hitting right now it's not <laughs> you got some good stuff though we do we but like distinctively uk yeah stuff. distinctively uk i mean the price of fish and chips is going up oh if you i was scandalized noticed. i was absolutely scandalized the fish, the fish and chip prices are skyrocketing and that fish ain't be fishing but I would love to know just before we go to do our international worldwide to my sisters mm. talk. Oh my god, Amen. sisters! What are your favorite dishes? Like your hallmark dishes from mm. your respective mm. countries that we have to try? Yeah, because I would love to go to a Kenya and just there's oh, something there, fam. I would love to, fam. South Africa. I know you guys are. Fam. I just know you guys are throwing down. Fam. I know it in my soul. Different flexes. I know it. I cannot wait. There's so many. I places. can't wait to have authentic food from thailand i cannot wait to have authentic chinese food let me tell you something about me i know you came here to listen to toxicity i know we'll get back we'll get back skip whatever Mm -hmm. i hate chinese food hate it to the core of me everyone thinks it's chinese food i mean chinese food that is made made in the uk especially by uk folk disgusting it's made by why does it look like nuclear waste why does it um, taste old it's disgusting but one thing i know is when i go to china that food is gonna hit a slap different it's gonna different. hit different different i, I think the it. same with indian food though oh i kind of disagree i like indian, indian food. food some of it but there are the way that it has been adopted by british oh, hashtag colonialism that, that chicken tikka masala oh 100% i but i feel like that's with anywhere like the food is always going to be best on in that the homeland, soil in the homeland you, i'm yeah. here for it look i'm ready to do that world tour but oh. just as an offering please just let us know what are your favorite dishes please, that we as for my caribbeans those, we have a skip to you <laughs> we know we Ooh, we know we know you guys Authentic are throwing rice down and peas bruh, in jamaica bruh. Oh. That Haitian food, that our oh, food. What? Wait, hate. Oh, Haitians come from. Anyways, let's. They can throw down. They can throw down. What? They can throw down like they owe somebody money. Sisters, prepare the plates. Cheese. Prepare the plates. <laughs> it's coming. a time of Thanksgiving. <laughs> that world tour is just going to be a time of we're Thanksgiving. Coming. We're coming to break. Cheese. There's so many great places yeah. to go and eat. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, back to um. toxicity and accountability so one thing i actually wanted to speak about and kind of like widen the scope now that we've naturally kind of spoken about like within an intra-communal um pulling up of toxicity Mm -hmm. and thinking about accountability is when we widen the scope out right now we've had our conversation with our sisters we also need to defend the sisters oh so far as personally i become exhausted and tired (laughs) i'm tired (laughs) Um, when I see all of these internet, um, internet eggheads, 
okay? Internet eggheads, particularly men who will come and shine their eyes on women's business and talk about the rampant issues within women's communities, female friendships, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the persistent accusations that I find in a lot of these videos or conversations is that women lack accountability. Absolute nonsense. First of all, why do you think that such an image of the modern woman as lacking accountability <laughs> has been so pervasive? I am screaming. Pervasive. Okay, you know what? I'm going to come from the angle of, I kind of get why people would have that perception mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I have seen some content. Re- now, let me tell you something about my algorithms. Firstly, <laughs> I am only on social media like two hours a day. If it's not, I mean, less than two hours a day. If it's not TikTok, I don't care. I've oh. completely taken myself off of Twitter. Every Guys, six months I try. But on TikTok, I, she be said to be all these like funny ass things. TikTok just like, is so funny. I hear Courtney laugh. I don't know she on TikTok. I hear I, it. I'm just like, why is Courtney? I, TikTok? If I could sell the special sauce that is my TikTok Bruh. feed, she's like, all I, I hear is, <laughs> why is Courtney laughing? Ping. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, <laughs> <links. Zap. laughs> TikTok is hilarious. However, I don't really spend that much time on social media, mm-hmm. um, especially where a lot of opinions are being flung about. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Because yeah. even with my algorithms on my social media pla- like feeds, it's I try my best to stay away from opinion opinions too much the only reason why i say that i personally find them very overwhelming right i'm the sort of person who can only listen to like one podcast at a time Mm. i don't want to have overwhelming opinions coming into my head because it confuses me i want to know my own mind i want to have information i want to trust that those that information is all coming from a good source but anyway recently i have been in research for this book come on i have been exposed to some content which I'm realizing now is the mainstream. Shocking. I don't know how you guys are surviving. I personally don't know how you're surviving in those streets because I was shocked to the core. Some of the things I'm hearing, shivering. Some of the things I'm hearing certain women say about their expectations of relationships, their expectations of people in their Mm. lives. For example, that woman who was like, I want all my friends to be baddies. I think that's actually more of a common thought than I we, I had, we had thoughts, yes. I, I we originally had, imagined. We thought that we, sn- we nipped that in the bird, but, but no one's fucked up. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, y'all are crazy. Yeah. And you're also in crazy echo chambers yeah. together, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I think sometimes when you don't see that toxicity and you've, like for me, I've curated my feeds and stuff to be very wholesome for me. And I've had to do a lot of work on that because I used to find social media, my engagement with social media very toxic. It was very bad for me. Mm. So I've really done a lot of changing however most people haven't right and i don't expect people do i think the the content that's out there could actually portray a lot of women as entitled Mm. and a lot of women as believing this thing which we always try to destabilize which is this idea that and sis hear me out when i say it the woman is the prize Mm. therefore she doesn't need to change and she doesn't need to evolve right and so this idea that like this is what I expect. And it's like no give and take, no grace extended to other people to evolve, no understanding mm-hmm, of other mm-hmm, people's life mm-hmm, stories, mm-hmm, no mm-hmm, decision mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. accept the fact that no one is perfect, including you. I think, sorry, there are a lot of people who have been propped up with this idea that they are perfect and they in their, their whoever they are, 
they don't need to change. And so when they lay their expectations, they expect their expectations to be met. And I kind of get that line of thinking. But at the same time, I see it as, so you don't think you need anyone to tell you that there is something wrong with you because you don't actually believe there is anything wrong with you. And therefore you don't have any accountability Mm -hmm. in your life. I also think, unfortunately, because of the amount of personal development content that is targeted towards women and women being exposed to that content, they believe that they can know everything that Mm. there is to know. It's like that thing you were saying in that episode about forgiving yourself, right? And you were saying how to you, it's like, I know better, so I should be able to do better. I think a lot of women are very aware of what the better is. And so it's kind of like, I am doing good. Do you get what I mean? Or I know all the personal development stuff. I can self-evaluate. I am self-aware. I can do the critiquing. So you don't actually, because of pride, you wouldn't allow other voices into your life Mm -hmm. as accountability Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. tell you, you actually don't know everything. Mm Because if I critique you and I let you know what you did was an error, it's me actually pointing out that you did something wrong. And if you did something wrong, it means there's something that you didn't know. Or there is something that will challenge you. you you're not you're um some you need to do something that will challenge you i think that's actually a very hard thing for us to do as humans sure. however when you have personal de- development content thrown at you all the time and everything's about leveling up and being mm. the main character and being that it girl mm. how do you give yourself room to ever be wrong girl in my head i was just thinking uh, 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 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, if uh. you don't allow yourself to ever be wrong, you don't need accountability. This is true. This is true. This is you so know, and so true. that's why I get sometimes I the rhetoric that yeah. is women don't have accountability. Yeah. The reason why I don't believe it's true, however, is because there is so much personal I... development content targeted towards women. And personally, <laughs> no, like I'm actually like riled up thinking about this personally because I get it, and I actually agree with all of your points. But insofar as that point, insofar as getting why i love the fact you made the distinction Mm. as to i understand why people believe it but here's why it's not true yeah because first of all let's actually have a conversation about those who are calling for women to be more accountable i need more men to be accountable for feeding into that narrative and creating this whole myth and this whole idea of the superwoman in the first place there's a lot of men and a lot of folks on the internet streets that will come up in here telling women you need to be more accountable you need to be more this you need to be all that and then themselves don't have accountability you have no (laughs) accountability your accountability is a man on the internet that you don't know and doesn't know you yeah tell her that's right because you have no i was about to say something rude heaven forgive me you have no downstairs okay you have no downstairs to be able to go and tell the woman that's offended you in your life about herself so you come and take your rage on the internet (sighs) random people random people that you don't know and you start to internalize this as normal it becomes normal for you to um i think there's also the problem hear me out insofar as why am I being held accountable by strangers on the internet that I don't know and it's have no not... level of expertise, qualification or knowledge about my lived experience? Yeah. I don't know you. You don't know me. 100%. And I understand when you're making broad conversations about having broad conversations about, you know, society at large and, you know, gender relations and all of that kind of stuff. But if you lack the capacity to add nuance to what you're saying, don't come up here on this internet and talk to me about I'm toxic. I need to be accountable for my actions. The way I behave towards men etc etc are you my father oh dear are you my boyfriend oh dear are you my brother oh lord are you any male friend mm. 
Heck, are and you I even an acquaintance? I, ugh, well, I don't know you from you, I don't know you at all. And you have empowered a whole community. Mm. Men come on, like there's so many, There's that's why there's so many like, men are such butts of jokes when it comes to hosting like podcasts, podcasts and stuff yeah. like that. Because all you guys come and do is talk and address women at large instead of addressing the women in your life that are oh, doing you wrong. Oh God. You are projecting this idea from <sighs> the, the few interactions and that you've had. I get, I, I, I get it you want to talk that's fine however they call that therapy you, you want to do that exactly better oh, help is no, available we're, we're gonna talk about that another day because i don't understand why you're not clicking the better help what? link betterhelp.com forward slash to my sisters to go to therapy and instead you're spending 200 dollars to buy a microphone when you could pay for your first month in therapy and sometimes it might not be the microphone sometimes it's i'm on twitter sometimes it's i'm on tiktok sometimes it's i'm on instagram whatever the medium you're still a fool stop talking oh still a fool you have still You're just a fool you have just chosen this is the thing you've just chosen the medium through which a you fool on a stool if you will her name must be tom and a your last name standing on a stool talking about his <laughs> stupid rules that is a problem and the reason Damn. why is a lot of these communities like I dislike when people are holding people accountable, but the same community you hold accountable, you don't care for. It's a lot of the things that you also see in conversations had by racist people. Yep, yep. In the guise of political commentary. Yep, yep, yep. Why can't this community just do X, Y, Z? You know, let's talk about the rates of X, Y, Z in this community. We just want to hold them accountable. To, You're not to holding whom? them accountable. To Why whom? would you hold accountable a community you haven't actually tried to help? We don't the know The only you. help that you're actually putting forward is this critique. We don't know you. And that's why men need to stop talking about women's business if they're not going to help do women's work. If you Ooh. are not here doing activism for women, the you, cannot, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot hold women accountable what? because what you're actually doing is abuse. What you're actually doing is putting women in Come even now, more somebody. danger by critiquing us openly and not covering us, right? And a lot of people will be out here talking about women don't do this, women don't do that women don't do that but what about the things women can't do what about the things that women are being subject to you don't have as much mouth for (gasps) rape you don't have as much you've got this big ass uh, podcast but is it that the cables don't work when you want to talk about consent you know what and the thing is yeah whenever they start to critique women it always comes as a response to women actively sharing some of these experiences and some of these areas where we need to work so when it's I've been sexually abused. Oh well, men get sexually and abused. And if women too. could just do X, Y, Z, it wouldn't happen. It's How like, about you close so your mouth? So we have an we have an issue with um, absent fathers. Well, the single mother is da, 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 da. and she did X, Y, Z. And this is a big issue. Like when you were uh, telling me about the episode topics today. This is a big issue I have. A lot of these I'm just holding women responsible is deferred responsibility. Men will will nary admit their participation in how what they're talking about happened so they'll be here talking about but it's true if you ask your friends if you do, 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 do but how did it become true you know and I mean? how did it actually happen it's that thing we were talking about when we we're talking about the high value men way back when, yeah, when we were in our yeah. old studio yeah you will be here talking about single mothers do x y this x y z and they damage the society in x y z way 
why is your mic not to why are you not on your mic talking about the fathers who are absent did it suddenly disconnect? i'm telling you the what? electricity what? nepa don't take light to <laughs> i said the electricity has completely shut off all of a sudden and suddenly the did footage is the missing the, the footage the is missing you corrupted have, you must have lost the it's the only answer. i'm trying to find it i haven't it's the only youtuber censoring out the bit where you talked about the absent fathers it's almost like Shaw doesn't want to then, record it. Even then, look, accountability is not necessarily always blame. Some of y'all are just looking to blame people. Because even <gasps> when they do talk about, like, when do, some talk, when, when some do talk about, for example, absent fathers, mm-hmm. they will now link it back to the mothers being trifling. Precisely. Matriarch. You have deferred responsibility, not just in one generation, but in five. Multiple generations. And you're trying to absolve yourself of any hand in this, the of woman any is responsibility. The, the woman is the problem. The woman is the problem. The woman is the problem. If you just focused on men's issues, yeah, you would also be able to address the women's issues. I guarantee you. The reason why we don't want you to hold women accountable is we cannot see that same investment Oof. into women on your part. You better. You better. But you want the virality. You, better. you, better. you want the virality. You want the clout that comes with critiquing oh, women so to, openly oh, on the internet as the knight that humbles women. Oh. You want to be seen as the destroyer of women. You want to take women down. A, what is this obsession? And I think we've met, like talked about it yeah. before. This obsession with humbling women. This obsession. And I hate the comment around like, oh, you can't speak to a woman the same way as you speak to a man. Men are able to take it. Da, 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 da. Do you know how much you have well, actually... actually men can't do you know how much you've actually fed into this construction and this narrative of women as soft creatures so it's okay to be soft when she's out here you know feeding your needs it's okay to be soft (laughs) it's okay to be soft sensual and all these damsel in distress when you're getting you know kitted out and i bet some of you secret listeners were probably listening to the first half of this podcast like yeah yeah Talk to the girls. Talk to the girls. We're talking to you. We're talking to you. We're talking to you. You cannot keep doing this whole thing in the the name of accountability where you're just tearing women right, down. Right. You are a misogynist. Let's give you your <laughs> diagnosis, yeah? You, your Since you want to talk so much. Since you want to talk to us, like you're some therapist all of that, that stinky stuff in the air. <laughs> it's disgusting. You're a misogynist, yeah. okay? Let's get it straight. Yeah. You don't love women. You don't like yeah. women. Yeah. You hate women systematically on a systematic level. And you believe that you love women because you love sleeping with women. Oh, That's different. And also, shout out to some of you passive boys that you've got a couple man them who are doing up alpha male within your groups that are out here being terrible terrible perpetrators of these issues and, and you have stood by and we don't be coming up here talking about accountability when you've never spoken to your boy and what? don't come up don't come up here talking about accountability when you've never spoken to your girls because so many of you have mouth for the internet Bruh. but like you said when it comes to talking to your mom your sister your cousins you don't want to hear it why because there will actually be a woman you consider to be respectable talking Fams. back to you right and the worst thing is they will now try and norm- oh there's so many things within men's, <laughs> men, men's communities this is why we need the brothers and we might have to bring a couple of brothers on to just Facts. actually talk about this at some point because we're just we're trying to do the work here we're not doing this to just tear you down but we're actively trying to show the glaring discrepancies and these attempts to hold people to yeah. account and unravel them for what they are yeah. a grievous and insidious attempt grievous <laughs> and insidious, insidious attempt attempts. to humiliate and humble women 
because you're projecting your unresolved tensions and misogyny towards other women in your life to women of the internet that you have never seen before. Please go to therapy. Because all of this, I hate single women. Your mother was actually a single mother. Probably. That's probably why. You were angry. But your daddy, you ain't got no heat for him. That man left. I don't want to be in your business. (laughs) (laughs) That man left. I personally, as somebody, and and this is the thing, like, I think the reason why it pains me from personal experience is in the name of accountability. A lot of men have found a way to be misogynistic, to perpetrate misogynoir, to be colorist, Mm -hmm. to be... um, transphobic yep. to be homophobic yep. to be so many vile to cause so things, much harm to right? so many communities to cause so many all in the guise of accountability i'm gonna need y'all to start googling some hello words. good morning on the roll call today is man <laughs> <laughs> you're at the time and and it's the same with women like it's, it's just it's a more general conversation about accountability it's like what i was saying about the racism thing mm. right everyone wants to hold people accountable but no one wants to do the work oh why would you take accounts and not do the work? The only person who takes my accounts is my accountant Absolute, and they'd be working. Baby. That's right. And they'd baby. be working. Do you get what I mean? You, If you're going to take stock, if you're just going to, I've got a, a, a analysis, I've got, do the work or shut up. And it's not to say you can't have an opinion. Have your opinions, but stop forcing people to listen. And in fact, before you have your opinions, back it up. Back it up. That's all I'm asking. Because and have a full picture. Oh, because that's another thing. Anything can sound wild and sound real out outside of context, right? Bruh. And also, if it's just you can say, "Oh, women don't do this," or even like us. Let's let's back off the men. Us, some women are toxic. Blow that whole thing out of Come proportion on. and think that that's our complete analysis on female friendships. When actually, just a small dot in 18 months worth of words we've probably said a million and 10 words on this podcast since we started it right but somebody hears toxic female friendships and they think ah that's what you guys think do you get what i mean so it's easy to just go on something or see a clip where um somebody has said something and take that as a full picture of what is true that's not a full picture at all and so if you don't paint the full picture you do a disservice to the people you're describing and that disservice unfortunately most times can be harmful if you go and say women are this and somebody picks up on that and out of their own critical thinking Mm. out of their lack of critical thinking Mm. they make that the entire women image that they have of women and then they act based off of that they will inflict a whole bunch of harm and I think we just need to, as people, not even just as women or specifically as men, we need to build up our endurance. Yes, there's probably information overload in yeah. the sense of there's so much content out there. There's so much things to consume. Mm. But are we actually consuming things that are nutritious and genuinely require endurance? Mm. We have lost the art of endurance. That's why we are consuming all of these fast videos about nonsense. That's why we're reading all of these trash articles about nonsense yeah that's why we're out here on um you know tiktok consuming all of these short videos that are about nonsense or we're looking at stuff and we're just like this gives me a full picture the internet reinforces what you believe it's laziness the inter 
It's laziness. The it's internet. Intellectual laziness. Intellectual laziness. I think, look, the internet is a great place. Social media is a wonderful platform, but everything that is good has capacity for evil. Mm. And if you don't regulate the way that you employ these mechanisms, what was once good can quickly become evil. evil. And there's so many things that are good about the internet, but equally there are so many things that are bad and yeah. evil because you haven't done the work of inte- building up your intellectual endurance. Yeah, you need to endure. Good. Like even when it comes to some of the things that we say about some of the podcasts or content that we don't agree with, we've actually spent some time listening, contending, kind of reading. And we're like, okay, cool. Let me try and understand. Let me piece together the context yeah. here before I start to make judgments. And I think sometimes it actually requires at least initially, because you know how sometimes folks will be like, if it doesn't serve, you don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah I hear yeah. that. But sometimes... I think it's actually important to at least dedicate a little bit of time to hear the contrarian way of thinking. Yes. A, so that you can humanize the person. B, so you can actually better counter them. Yeah. Because you can't counter somebody that you actually haven't listened to. You, you can't just call them trash or evil or that's BS Such or whatnot. Such weak arguments. Oh my day. If we start <laughs> talking about that, that's a oh problem. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh wow. If your only rebuttal is... Well, you're just trash. You're just narcissistic. You're just X, Y. Yeah. You, you, you can't talk. Don't, you can't don't, don't talk. Don't dance with me in this arena, baby. You can't jive here. You, can't you don't know here. the steps. You don't know the routine. Actually, talking about that, yesterday I was watching Bridgerton, yeah? Yeah. And I was so confused as to, okay, so maybe historians let me know. Yeah. You know when they start the dance scenes and they all seem to know yeah. what the dance is? Back in that time, did they like practice specific dances for specific music? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Why don't we do that anymore? Why? I can't, you know, a song come on in the club. We do do it. TikTok dances. It's true. We're back. We're coming back. Nothing is new under the sun. Come on, and we do. Uh, my favorite personally, Soldier Boy, crank that. That's an, or- that's an organized. But it's but that's not organized. We won't it's all chaotic. do that. It's all chaotic. We can't all do. Yeah, that. but remember, slide to the left. Yeah, yeah, yes, to the right. Oh, that's true. So, but why this don't we do cross. that anymore? But the the song is very descriptive, though. This is true. Bridgerton, they ain't got no words, and yet they know they this know song everything. came on. And but remember, they didn't have much entertainment, so they were out there. I mean, they weren't even buffing, so they also, had time. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had a lot of time. Weren't buffing, weren't cooking, had uh, handmaids, and uh, you know, them bad there, upper echelons, uh, uh, stinking and rich, literally filthy rich <laughs> i despise you literally filthy rich stinking Ew. rich if you will oh of course you have time to learn those dances of you don't you do. also they were out here fighting for their life trying to find the love of their life so of course it's they true. were there. look if and the, fighting um polio and them if things. I, <laughs> embryonic plague bubonic plague not that's your it. warfare against the plague being your dark <laughs> it's like oh i got the sniffles <laughs> 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 Might die next week. <laughs> I have to switch the husband before I die. What? I have to get my wife le- like oh, I'm trying to get laid before I die from this plague. That is so funny. Oh. Anywho, yeah, to bring sorry. this conversation to an end, it's so funny how this has naturally progressed because yeah. we're definitely not like I had a couple of like points, but they actually naturally flowed through. Yeah. They just love, love conversations. Conversations. And if you want to continue the conversation, you could did you see that? Blood of the lamb. <laughs> That's you, no that even caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a flow state. Flow Go with on. me. Flow Go with on. me. Flow with me. Um oh dear. <laughs> I told you I could have been a rapper. 
But anyways, flow with me, flow with me. Come and flow with us and continue the conversation on our social media. That is right. We are on TikTok. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter even. At To My Sisterhood. So please, please, please come and share your thoughts. Are women toxic? Is it important to talk about women's issues? Mm -hmm. And what are your thoughts around the calling out of women by men Mm. on the accountability front? I would love to hear some stories. I would love to hear some encounters. So please, please, please do follow us. And of course, you can follow our journeys individually on social media the lovely lady to the left of me that's me at cd Boateng. and of course come and follow me at yes sisters and alongside following us on social media you can actually get weekly glow and grow tips oh, from no, us that's right on our mailing list so no, head to right. two mysisters.com and sign up to the mailing list it's free amazing newsletters all time so go and sign up Absolutely. book suggestions all of the things that are helping us get sharp um as well as what are the other notifications i don't know we got anything else oh I better help so. y'all need to go to therapy oh yeah you guys need to go to therapy okay, let's, <laughs> let's 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 be honest y'all let's go. be honest go. we need therapy yeah. all of us all of us need to start therapy our therapy journeys um even if it's for a short term amount of time mm. just to really evaluate yourself and also do things with a professional uh-huh. okay all of these things are great but they're supplemental you need the nutritious thick stuff there are people who have gone to school to help you deal with your trauma people who have gone to school to help you deal with your pain go and talk to them at betterhelp.com forward slash to my sisters and you can get 10 percent off your journey using that link yeah we're a great commercial voice i'm sold i'm thank you type in betterhelp.com (laughs) (laughs) no but biggest man take go start your therapy journey i'm not even gonna lie it's really we need better people yeah we need better people in this world come on we can't do this and you can't do it yourself i think that's the other thing like therapy and improving our own minds and walking through our own journeys has become very much so about our own personal and self-development and one thing we never want especially as we enter into like the literature um on this we never want you to just think you can solely rely on this now i'm not gonna lie based on people's resources sometimes having access to that is the best you can do and we absolutely love that but also if you can invest Mm. in therapy for yourself for your loved ones whatever please do please do but yes we hope that you have an amazing week we are sending you all the love and so we bid you adieu as always keep glowing and growing